Welcome to Soul of Islam Radio. Soul of Islam Radio is a leading-edge personal growth and spiritual development podcast available entirely for free and ad-free throughout the world. Our goal is to support you in your path of personal transformation and spiritual growth and to catalyze spiritual awakening within our global community. The present and the future depend upon our commitment to the highest and most noble ideals of a spiritually awakened life. Thank you for joining us. This is Ihsan, and this is Season 5, Episode 4. Habib Nurmagomedov is now unequivocally ranked the number one pound-for-pound best fighter in mixed martial arts and is arguably the greatest of all time to ever step into the octagon. Just recently announcing his retirement with an unblemished and perfect record of 29 wins and zero losses. The most dominant MMA fighter of all time, Habib has not only never lost a fight in his professional career, but he has nearly never even lost a single round. He has earned the love and respect of tens of millions throughout the world both within and beyond the sport. And not only for his unparalleled level of success and effectiveness as a professional athlete, but equally for the integrity, honor, and humility of his character, making Habib Nurmagomedov a true warrior. Yet Habib's success is due to far more than just talent and innate potential, and even due to more than just excellence in physical training and discipline. For mixed martial arts, like any competitive contest in any domain of life, requires far more than just skill to succeed. The truth is that all battles in life are fundamentally contests of heart and mind played out in the various arenas of the ring, the field, or the office. The question then is what is the source of Habib's seemingly unique inner strength that makes possible such unmatched dominance in his profession and in the contest of life? Here is the answer. Habib Nurmagomedov is a man properly aligned. His love and his loyalty, the qibla or the compass of his heart, is properly aligned and directed first and foremost towards God the Creator, and second, towards his family and lineage. He is thus whole and healthy, not just in body, but more fundamentally in mind and in spirit. What many may not yet realize is that his strength and success are due to pure and empowering love through the sacred hierarchy and lineage, for the strength of a tree is in accordance with the strength of its roots. Habib himself at some level knows this, and so he constantly defers his success first and foremost to God, and second to his father, continually demonstrating a man properly aligned through his humility, love, and respect. This is no trivial matter, and is what intrinsically separates Habib from nearly everyone else on the field. This principle is of utmost importance, especially now in this age and culture in which one's relationship with their creator and their parents are seldom first and foremost, let alone healthy, noble, and not compromised. 
we as a people in the modern world fail to realize the absolute importance of such alignment and integrity. For so long as these fundamental relationships are not healthy, our souls are compromised, and we are intrinsically weak and inherently disempowered. Mark Wallen, in his book, It Didn't Start With You, explains how unhealed relationships with our parents cripple us deeply and profoundly in life, leading even to physical ailments that can only be described as psycho-spiritual in root cause. He tells the story of his own onset of blindness and loss of vision that began to afflict him in his mid-thirties, seemingly inexplicably. He tried everything he could possibly do to abate the degeneration and loss of sight, yet to no avail, until finally seeking knowledge, wisdom, and understanding in the spiritual path, received the message by two distinct mystics and sages in the Far East to heal his relationship with his parents. In what was nothing short of a miracle, it was only when he returned and repaired the broken bonds between he and his parents that his vision began to heal, to the amazement of his own doctors who could ultimately not find any trace of the degenerative condition and for which they themselves could offer no cure. This is one of the reasons why the Holy Qur'an commands us to have unconditional love and respect for our parents, to the degree of not even exhaling in frustration towards them, and also why the Holy and Noble Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, continually admonished believers to love, honor, and respect their parents, and to never sever the ties of kinship. This is why the story of Habib and his father is so important. For when the relationship with one's parents is compromised, the individual is compromised at a fundamental level, and thus our lives become compromised. This is what faith, religion, and spirituality seek to preserve and to heal and repair. Integrity, the sanctity of sacred bonds of kinship, preeminently the sacred relationship between children and their parents. The proper and beautiful relationship between Habib and his father was so important and universally recognized that the entire industry offered their condolences to Habib on the recent passing of his father, Abdul Manab Nurmagomedov. May his soul rest in peace. Fighters and fans alike sent Habib innumerable messages of heartfelt condolences and compassion, including even they who fought him in the octagon, including even his most vehement and disrespectful opponent, the notorious Conor McGregor himself. Habib demonstrated the sacred relationship of love, honor, and respect between he and his father so clearly and consistently that BT Sport created a heartfelt and rare animated short in honor and tribute to he and his father, nearly bringing tears to the otherwise stoic Dana White himself, president of the UFC. As believers, we must remember that faith, religion, and spirituality teach that love, respect, and loyalty towards one's parents is absolute and unconditional, with the exception that a parent acts against or opposes God and his messenger, in which case one need not comply, but even then to behave with excellence towards they who birthed and raised us. This story, the story of Habib and his father, is critically important now more so than ever before, for never before have relationships between children and their parents, especially between fathers and sons, been so strained and challenged. The truth in reality is that the love, light, and power of God reach us 
first and foremost through our parents. The manifestation of the attributes and qualities of God are of two kinds. One, Jalal, which is majesty and might, and two, Jamal, which is blessed and beautiful. These are parallel to both the masculine and the feminine manifestations of life and divine will, and flow and reach us through the souls of our fathers and our mothers, respectively. Again, this is why the Messenger of God, the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, emphasized the absolute importance of preserving these sacred bonds of kinship, to the point that he said, who severs such bonds is not of him nor of his way. These two poles of divine light, that which is Jalal and masculine, and that which is Jamal and feminine, are what directly make possible for us success, respectively both in the outer world as well as success in the home with one's family. When one or both of the relationships with our fathers and mothers is compromised, that flow of divine energy is compromised, and our integrity becomes compromised. As Mark Wallen points out, we cannot be whole nor healed until and unless our relationships with our parents are repaired and healthy, at least from our end. The story of Habib and his parents should be the story of every child and his or her parents, and indeed can be. We must know and understand that our parents need not be perfect to deserve our love, respect, and gratitude. They simply need to be. Sadly, ego, self-centeredness, and narcissism amplified by modern culture and messaging often blind us from seeing and understanding this. No matter how far short a parent falls from the ideal, the undisputed fact is that we are alive because and through them, that they literally gave us the gift of life, and that nothing we can do can ever repay that, short of giving our lives entirely back to them. We must remember that life is the ultimate gift from the divine, and to not see and acknowledge this is to be blinded by ego and by ingratitude, which are the literal definition of kufr, or unbelief, in the Qur'an. Thus stated the Messenger of God, peace and blessings upon him, in Sahih graded a hadith, you and your wealth belong to your father, and paradise is at the feet of your mother. To rebel against one's parents and to assert one's own self in arrogance in their presence is to rebel against God. This is the divine order and hierarchy established and willed by God, and only the arrogant insist otherwise to their own detriment and to the perpetuation of suffering for all. Allah Almighty commands in Surah An-Nisa, O you who believe, obey Allah and obey the Messenger and they who are established with authority amongst you. Then, if you differ in anything amongst yourselves, refer to God and His Messenger, if you indeed believe in God and the Last Day. That is best and most excellent for the end. Surah An-Nisa, chapter 4, verse 59. Success in life and in spirituality, success in reality, requires letting go of and surrendering the self, and thus becoming liberated from ego, selfishness, and self-centeredness. We must remind ourselves that we as human beings are not qualified to judge others, least of all our own parents. We have no idea what they have been through experienced, faced, lost, and suffered. As the proverb states, we simply cannot judge another unless we have walked a mile in their shoes. 
we must also remember that any virtue or good we believe we possess or manifest is but by the grace of God, and that we cannot take credit for anything, for in reality we own and possess nothing, not even our own selves. So we can but be humble, compassionate, forgiving, patient, and grateful. This, then, is the key to health and to happiness. This is the key to the kingdom of heaven. This is the path to the paradise of God's divine presence. Clarifying the precise purpose of the religion, the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, stated in one of the most important transmissions of hadith, I have been sent but to perfect good and noble character. Thus, the cultivation of goodness, excellence, beauty, and nobility of character is the express reason for religion, and it is humility that is the root of good and noble character. This is why my noble and blessed Sheikh continually taught Tarikutuna Adab, or the way is excellence in etiquette. For excellence in conduct, which is known as Adab, creates excellence in character, or Akhlaq. Again, the key to such sublime beauty and excellence of character is humility of heart. This is what is necessary for healthy, loving, and vital relationships. Unfortunately, this is what is lost in the modern world, which is based in a culture of self-assertion rather than self-sublimation. To the contrary of humbleness, we are taught to question and contest everything and everyone, including, perhaps especially, our superiors and those endowed with responsibility and authority over us. Unfortunately, the prime target of this subversive destruction of human beings and the desecration of their most vital relationships are often fathers, characteristically demeaned and diminished in popular culture and conditioning through manipulative media, negative narratives, and social politics. Consequently, we suffer from broken homes unlike anything the world has ever seen before, and entire generations are being lost and compromised in goodness, health, and happiness, leading to never-before-seen epidemics of fear, stress, anxiety, and confusion. For when the relationships with one's parents through whom flow God's gifts of love and strength are compromised, our souls become compromised. Satan knows how to destroy humanity, and his most effective and oft-employed strategy has, from the dawn of time, been to divide and conquer. To destroy the human race, he must destroy the most fundamental bonds human beings have been granted by God for strength, stability, and support, and that is the integrity of the family unit. He also knows that the most effective means of doing this is by emasculating and disempowering the natural head of household and leader of the family unit, the father. He knows full well that by vilifying and compromising the patriarch, the entire unit falls apart and collapses, for the primary function and role of a man and a father is that of a shepherd, to protect, guide, lead, and provide for his flock. Although the male of the species are genetically built and programmed by the divine for this precise purpose, tragically and to the detriment of all, modern culture through relentless programming and conditioning has convinced the flock to continually challenge and revolt against they who are entrusted with their very safety and protection, resulting in all too easy pickings for wolves. 
in an interview with reporters, beautifully demonstrating the love and loyalty of a son and a believer. Habib Nurmagomedov repeatedly declines to speak about himself in spite of the reporter's insistence and pleas, and continually states that he only wants to speak about his father, and emphatically continues to assert his love and loyalty to his father. Think about this. How often do we hear such a thing in the modern world, and especially in the Western world? Nearly never. Credit is usually taken for one's achievements, yet seldom if ever is credit given to one's parents, without whom we would not even exist, and as a result of whom we become who we are. Whether we believe they did a good job or not, again, as if we are in a position to judge. Historically and traditionally, especially in Islamic culture, people seldom used last names. They often identified themselves by clear descriptors based on their lineage and or their geographic place of origin. For example, someone would be known as so-and-so, Ibn so-and-so, meaning so-and-so the son of so-and-so, and often tracing one's lineage for several generations. Sometimes, one's name would simply be appended with the land from which they originated, such as so-and-so Bukhari, meaning so-and-so from Bukhara, or Dagestani, or Misri, and so on. Nearly never did anyone in societies with strong cultures refer to themselves without referring to their nation, their tribe, and their family, usually through their fathers. The essential point is that classical and traditional identities have always been based in origins and in lineage. In fact, this is exactly how Allah Almighty refers to human beings in general as Bani Adam, meaning the children of Adam continually reinforcing the vital importance of one's ancestry and homeland, and continually diminishing disconnected, individualist, and self-based identity. Unfortunately, this is not so anymore. Our parents practically no longer seem to matter. No one knows them. No one cares. And this is a crime against humanity, that our elders, our parents and grandparents, often after having sacrificed their lives that we may live, are left alone, isolated, unacknowledged, unappreciated, unloved, and not properly respected and edified. It is unacceptable, and it is up to us to consciously and intentionally seek to correct our culture. Satan knows that to weaken a tree, its roots must be severed, and so modern culture continually pits child against parent, especially targeting the father, through whose masculine manifestation in nature Structure, order, and discipline are normally instituted, for by diminishing and demeaning the man and head of household who is ultimately responsible, everything collapses. In the modern age, rather than take inspiration, guidance, and wisdom from history and our past, we instead are increasingly taking inspiration and guidance from fictional characters created by Hollywood, which appears increasingly hell-bent on destroying the human race by relentlessly dismantling and eroding human culture. In all of the stories generated by such an insidious industry, the so-called heroes are often but individuals with stories in which normally no reference or relevance is given to their families and to their parents, or to their tribe and community. Their stories are often entirely those of an individual, always that of the isolated and separate self, at most allied with other individuals, also disconnected from their own roots. It's incredible that nearly no one notices this, that the most important and fundamental relationships of our lives 
are continually trivialized and relegated to backstory, if at all. Most notably, the father figure is almost always problematic or absent. In this way, a satanic blueprint, map, and model is continually created to exacerbate and encourage individualism. The story of me, often based in conflict and drama with one's family, that in reality only leads to loss, suffering, and ultimate failure. These models and blueprints unconsciously create and program paradigms of dysfunction and conflict within families. They may make for good drama, but contribute to resulting in horrible lives, as these expectations and images are literally burned into our subconscious minds, only to then be played out in our very real lives. Our brother, Habib Nurmagomedov, now ends his career with an unblemished 29-0 record that has and can only be described as perfect, calling to mind the state of perfection and excellence, or ihsan, which is the very goal of faith, religion, and spirituality. This is uniquely significant, for the number 29 in classical spiritual numerology often represents a hidden letter in the Arabic alphabet, which otherwise consists of only 28 letters, the 29th in this case being a conjunction of the Lam and Aleph, creating the Lam Aleph, which literally means no or negation. The Lam Aleph has often been used in spiritual motifs and points to the essence and goal of the spiritual path, which is ultimately that of self-effacement and the negating of the ego. For only through such true, pure, and beautiful surrender and sublimation can a human being ever rise to the Divine Presence and come to know the Creator. For in that absolute reality, the self, the ego, must be let go of, transcended, and left behind. In other words, the 29th letter conjunction of the Arabic language, the Lam Aleph, in essence means to become nothing, to become zero, for only then can the oneness of God be truly witnessed. And this is the reality of Shahada, or witnessing and becoming a true martyr, a shaheed, or one who has made the ultimate sacrifice of surrender and sublimation for the sake of love. In this context, I have come to understand the wise and beautiful words of my own grandmaster, Sheikh Muhammad Nazim Adal al-Haqqani. May Allah Almighty sanctify his secret, in which he supplicated, we are asking to be no one and nothing, for as long as we are something, we are not complete. Again, the key to such development is the very heart and soul of the religion, and that is the cultivation of good, noble, and beautiful character, the essence of which is humility. If Habib Nurmagomedov has been described as anything, it has been as humble, and so it is only fitting that Habib ends his blessed and divinely supported career 29 and 0. Brothers and sisters, beloved believers, we must strive for excellence. We must strive for beauty, nobility, and honor. We must be on guard against the myriad of deceptions and manipulations now manifesting to but destroy us and to rob us of our true beings, our true purpose, our honor, and ultimately meant to rob us of success, health, happiness, and the divine pleasure of God. Whatever your unique circumstances and challenges may be or have been, they have been destined to ultimately lead you to your most noble possibility. The sacred relationships of lineage and kinship 
must be acknowledged and honored, respected and repaired to the degree possible, for both your health and happiness, as well as the peace and well-being of your parents and the human community. This responsibility falls on you, on each of us, for as children of our parents, respect and deference towards them is our divinely mandated duty. I know that this can be a unique challenge and test for some, yet herein is our growth and our healing. Herein is our evolution and our awakening. As you honor your parents, you honor yourself and you please your creator. Defer to and edify them. Diminish your individualism. Increase your humility. Sublimate yourself. Surrender your ego. And win in the ultimate contest of life. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Soul of Islam Radio. I sincerely hope that this content will continue to support you in your personal path of spiritual growth, development, and awakening towards greater health, happiness, and success, both in this life and the next. With Soul of Islam Radio, it is our goal to educate and to inspire, and to support you in continually developing your path and practice so as to progressively awaken to your divine purpose and potential. To continue the journey, here's what you can do next. Visit us at www.spiritualexcellence.com where you can get access to exclusive resources, knowledge, and learning that will help you deepen your experience and understanding of faith and of spirituality. At spiritualexcellence.com, you will learn how to make real and relevant the spiritual path of awakening and personal development, and how to reach greater levels of peace, prosperity, health, happiness, and success with the grace and guidance of God, Almighty and Exalted. Also, if you have not yet done so, please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and do us the favor of leaving us a stellar review. This will help others find Soul of Islam Radio, and I would personally greatly appreciate it. For those of you who have already went ahead and given us a positive rating and review, we sincerely thank you, and may the divine continue to bless and increase you. Lastly, please feel free to share this podcast with family and friends who you feel may benefit from tuning in to Soul of Islam Radio. Again, thank you for joining us, and for committing to your own personal growth and spiritual development. This is Ihsan, wishing you and your loved ones joy success, happiness, peace, and prosperity in both this life and the next, to your divine, eternal, and absolute success. Oh